Welcome back. This is the Let's Have a Real Conversation podcast with I am Dashing D. And I hope you heard that. And I I am Dashing D. And I am JD, aka He Who Pods. And, and pods he does. Yeah, too many pods. Alright. What we got today? Man of a million pods. Like five, but it feels like a million. Well, you too have more than one pod. And more than by more than one you mean two. <laughs> yes. Which is not uncommon. <laughs> Listen, that's not enough. Do your thing. Yeah. You know? Share your gifts with the world. Thank you. I try. There's nothing know. wrong with that. That is not shade at all. You do what you gotta do, but I'm just saying, he does pod. He I does do. pod. That's what Dre says. Anytime something happens. And we talk, he's like, oh, he who pods, got it. And you know what? Shout out to all the pods. You know what we're going to do this episode? We're going to do something special this episode. We are going to link all of the pods <laughs> in our show notes this episode. Okay. All right? We'll link mine. We'll link all of yours. You know, so people could, you know. Explore. Explore. Why not? Got it. Why not? They pod. You know? We pod. We pod. Yeah. Merch? Merch? We they pod. Just I don't know. With we'll, a period. We'll see. I don't know. I'm just making, you know. Got it. Maybe someday. You never know. You never Maybe know. Maybe someday. You never know. Anyway. Hi. Hi. We don't have a lot of time. So, you know, there's not a whole lot of pleasantries to go on today. Let's bang it out. Let's just let's just get into it. Let's do it. Let's talk about... So, last episode, we talked about Pusha T and Jim Jones. Well, we talked about Jim Jones talking about Pusha T. That we did. Because it was not Pusha T. <laughs> it was... It was not. It was very much it was, so... It was Pusha T slander. Right. And so, it seems, Pusha T has, in a very cryptic way, responded to... Jim Jones. Perhaps that is the word on the streets. That's the word on the streets. So he he posted a little something. Yep. Hollywood Bowl. To the internet. A carousel of photos. Yep. And a tweet. And a tweet. And underneath even the caption said, Places they'll never be. Stages they'll never see. Self. He quoted himself. <laughs> that was fly. And then underneath that, he put, Jerry, you turned the Hollywood Bowl into your world and let me be a part of it. Forever grateful. Prayer hands. He put prayer hands? Yeah, he did. Wow. Now, I just learned, a little side note, I just learned that emoji is plural. And I did not know that. Oh, no? I say emojis. Me too. I don't say But emoji. I knew it was wrong. See, I didn't know it was wrong. I just... I learned that because my phone was trying to do an update. And it gave a description of the update. And it said there, I think, something like 21 new emoji. And I said, wait, did Apple... Miss an S? Was there a typo? So you looked it up? I didn't even look it up. I said, Apple gotta be right. That's just... Look, look at the... So no, 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 no. Don't do this to me. I just mean for a, com a company like Apple would not make that type of blunder. That is the only point I'm making there. 
or should not be making that type of blunder. You can say whatever you want to say. I know you don't like people with iPhones. That is not true. That is not true. Yeah, I just act like the rest of us, you know, are aliens. I don't act like anything. It's a phone. My phone is older than dirt. Like, I can't... What am I going to say? Not dirt. I can't... I cannot... I am a podcaster who has, like, the shittiest iPhone on the planet. So I cannot say anything about Android phones because any Android phone is probably way better than the phone I have right now. But that is not the point. That is not the point. The point is I learned that emoji is plural. And I don't know who knew that. I say emojis. I'd say emojis too, you know? But it's fine. It's fine. So anyway... I did not update my phone because, again, my phone could crash and just maybe blow up in my hand if I if I updated at this point. But neither here nor there. Maybe it's time to update the phone itself, not the software. Yes, probably. But push your T. Push your T. So. Prayer hands. Got it. Prayer hands. Uh, this is cool. It is cryptic. It's a flex. I want rap lyrics. I agree. I agree. When you showed this I... to me, I said, hey, uh. Where's the response? What, what is this? Yeah. You know? I think knowing Push, it's this common. could be one of two things. This could be the flex to make you jump first lyrically. Yeah. Or this could be, hey, brace yourself. Brace it. It's coming. Because it's coming. some fire is coming. I know you won't marry your, um, your girlfriend. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the type of shit. Push a TV on. It, it, I know you. I know. I know you won't marry your girlfriend. It is. She's so dumb. She's still with you. He gonna say something like that. Nah, but it's gonna be way more witty. Yeah. But that will be. But the that's pun. gonna be. Yeah. No. Absolutely. You know. Correct. I'm absolutely. not. I'm not a rapper. Yeah. He's. You gonna, know. He's but. Gonna, he's gonna say that she owns a lot of homes, but. He's never felt that home with her. Right. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be something like it's that. It's gonna be some really fly shit that. I would have never thought of, but I yeah. totally get when he says it. I'm like, ooh, man, that sucks. That sucks it, because it's true. And and who knows? Maybe he'll have dirt <laughs> that oh, we didn't know. I mean, listen. Maybe maybe Jim Jones has a baby coming. Maybe. <laughs> maybe she had a baby Because Robert De Niro. Who knows? Anyways, I mean, I don't. Robert De Niro. <laughs> Yo. Niggas is wild. He's not even the niggas. He did I ever tell you about how I almost met him? <laughs> no, but, I'm seven, but 79? 79. I'm obsessed with Robert De Niro, by the way. I just want to make that point. He's, he's that guy. He really is. And, and his cousin, be... Al Pacino, he's not having a baby, but he's dating one. But he's probably going to end up with one. He's dating one. Yeah. He's dating someone 29 years old. I mean, at least she's 29. 82. At least she's 29. But do the math. Does it matter? Because Marcus Houston... No, not on anyway, this Anyway, we're, 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 dis- we're distracted. <laughs> we're not, on, not on this pod. <laughs> anyway, I was going to plug Hardly, but it's fine. It's in the show notes. It's in the show notes. Go Head over to Hardly, mind my business. You want to know what Marcus Houston did? Anyway, um, yeah, so I would like to see whatever is going to come after this. Yeah. I, I agree with you on that. I want, I want to hear some music. Yeah. Tweets are cool, but I want music. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have another follow-up. What's that? BET. Oh, listen. Everybody wants BET. Everybody wants BET. All the blacks, all the rich blacks. 
all the black millionaires and billionaires are like, hey, I want I'll some buy of that. it. Right. And I mean, I think it's a gold mine for any of them. I think this latest one is an interesting team. I still believe, and, and this is probably the closest to that, I still believe that it should be a joint venture. I don't think that one one person, obviously it's never one person, but I think it should be like what Hulu was when Hulu started. Hulu is now owned by Disney, but was not always. Mostly. Mo exactly. So Disney owns it. So, I mean. It falls under the Disney title. If you go on Disney Disney.com, you'll find Hulu. Yes. So I think it should be like that. Like where CBS and ABC and what were the other two that, that came that came together and formed Hulu. I think that that would be the smartest way to do this with these people. But we'll see what happens. Anyway, Kenya Barris, who is probably most notable these days for Blackish and the series that uh, spun all the, off of. all the issues. Yes, Blackish, Grownish, Mixedish. Oh, I didn't know that. He had he's had a couple of uh, Netflix titles. He's done he's done a lot over the years. Yes, you know, I mean, he's controversial to some people. I don't really feel like he's that controversial, but. It's controversial to some people, but he's very much important in terms of um, black television. So, and Blackish already runs on BET. It's already in syndication on, on BET, so there is some alignment there. That's true. So it would be him, 50 Cent, which, I mean, people can say anything they want about 50 Cent. We know that 50 Cent is a good rapper. We know all these things. But 50 Cent is... <laughs> you don't like 50 Cent as a rapper? You said is a good rapper, not was a oh, good rapper. I guess I wasn't looking at it. No, he's not currently rapping. I wasn't... I just said is. I didn't say he's the greatest rapper right now. Okay. But he's also good at television. 50 is great at business. And okay. part of that is television. Largely right now, it is television deals. He is killing it. Yes. But he's also... He's also aligned with the content. And I think that's... I think for a brand like BET, I think the content is paramount. Is paramount? Boom. I think the content is paramount. <laughs> no pun intended. Um... Because I think that's what's going to draw people in. So, yes, he's a great businessman. But I he wouldn't be able all... to bring all that power stuff. No, but I think there's I think there's opportunity to syndicate the original power series, depending on what well who is stars under? Mm. I don't remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That's that's going way deep into something that we don't even need to get into. We but um, but I think from a content perspective, I think if he's not necessarily the person c coming up with things conceptually, I think he's very good at uh, aligning himself with people who can. Yeah. So that's a great thing to have in your back pocket when you're talking about a network as, as big as BET where content is going to be very important. Yeah, I agree. And I think that BMF has showed us that 50 can come up with more than one thing. 
Right. And he did great. What was that show that got canceled on ABC for life? I loved that show. I thought that show was a great show. I was really sad when it got canceled. But but here's the thing about me and ABC shows. I watch all the shows that end up getting canceled. <laughs> I love them. I think I think ABC makes great. I believe dramas. the best shows get canceled or don't run for very long. Yeah. And ABC is the network that will cut you off after three episodes and be like, sorry, we don't. It's just not working. Mm. We tested it. It didn't work. Got it. That, but it had two seasons, no? That Disney for life? Oh, yeah, it did have two seasons. It was great. I thought it was great. Um, and Shaq. Shaq is a part of this as well. Shaq, Shaq. is a big-time investor, mm-hmm. and yeah, Shaq knows where to throw his money. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that would be really interesting. Um, I think, honestly, anyone who has been named in this conversation, I think it would be really interesting, interesting to see what they do with the network. I agree. Yeah. If you had to choose. Nope. <laughs> all right. No problem. Nope. All right. Next because, topic. Because there's all of, all of it is flawed. Okay. All of it is flawed. It's great. Like I said, I think anybody is a contender. Anybody we've heard of is a contender, but all of them are flawed in their own ways. So right now we have four entities trying to buy BET that we know of, because there's probably more behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But the four who have been public, you can't choose one or two in the runnings, one or two you'd like to see? My thing is, when you put 50's name into it, great businessman, but I've heard some things in terms of um, some issues that one of the main cast members on Power had with him, okay. a black woman. Um, that gives me pause. Um, Tyler Perry, from a content perspective, I'm a little concerned. I think that Tyler Perry, when Tyler Perry is not in the center, like, it's not the Tyler Perry of it all, it's okay. When it's not him wearing dresses? (laughs) I think... (laughs) What? That's the Tyler Perry of it all, no? Yes. Exactly, and I think some of his shows, even that have been on BET, I didn't really, I, I haven't really cared for. But some of them are very popular. Um, I think that Diddy. <laughs> I laugh. I laugh because I feel like Diddy. We always hear things about the business that Diddy does with people, and I'm just concerned for everyone involved. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I've only heard bad things about the '90s music contracts. You heard something recent nothing, about recent nothing stuff? Nothing recent, but is he, what is... I like, since I Revolt started, I haven't heard anything about any of those things being bad. This is true. This is true. This would be Revolt 2.0. Well, we'll see. I'm saying if he... But got it. And I guess I think Revolt will become part of BET. Or will something get dissolved? That's possible. That would would be the big thing that would concern me. Like, I don't know if... I don't know if Diddy would be honest with us about what his plan. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't be honest. I'm not saying that... I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying it, it could... It could go in a completely different oh, direction. Oh, yeah. If Diddy or Tyler Perry get BET, it becomes succession. Yeah. It becomes all type of 
conglomerate maneuvers and acquisitions and secret stuff going on until one day you just read about it and you're like wait who's buying what because remember who they're negotiating the deal with and that is important to know also they're negotiating a deal with paramount and paramount like we said before paramount seems to just want to get rid of them i so who knows if they don't strip it for parts when they buy it like i have no idea what because i guess i guess i'm thinking about it if it was an entity that really cared about the brand being what it is and the value in the brand then you know there are things that you can negotiate at least on a short-term basis basis to maintain the integrity of the brand i'm just i don't know and and obviously it comes with you know who are the players in it who's who are really the players besides the top people at paramount who under the bet umbrella is actually really excuse me is really involved so yeah i don't know i don't know i think i think things could go in a lot of different directions no matter who buys it but um excuse me bless you thank you i think what's nice is that everyone who is has their hand in it is involved with television specifically so or at least some part of a part of them or some part of the cluster is involved with television and i think that's important i think do we know the name of the three of these people do they have a group or it's just the three of them have teamed up I think the three of them have just teamed up. I don't know if they have they have a name or anything yet. I would like to see either the trio or Diddy have BT. Take over BT. Acquire BT. I don't want Tyler Perry to get it. I don't necessarily want Tyler Perry to get it. I have I know when we first spoke about it, I was like, oh we'll see. Today I'm like, nah, I don't want Tyler Perry with it. I'm hating. My thing is Tyler Perry has a lot of resources already in his back pocket. It's a very easy transition for Tyler Perry to do this. He already has a big hand in what happens on BET. So I think, I think Tyler Perry would be the most invested in trying to make better what exists now. I think my nervousness is that with everyone else is that does it really matter to them? Like, are they going to completely overthrow the whole thing? And we all know, like, I have a personal connection to BT, so I wouldn't like to see it just someone just be like, well, fuck this. Let's throw this away. And I think there are plenty of ways in which it needs to be better. I don't think it's the best thing since sliced bread. No. But I think there are ways to make it better. Um, I have ideas. Did he call me? If you... <laughs> wow. All right. I mean, I have... Then, and then it'll be the let's not have a real conversation <laughs> podcast. It'll be the this podcast is over podcast. Uh, no, then we'll be, mm-hmm. you know, our podcast will be on Revolt. Oh, okay. Or BET. Got it. Who knows? Okay. Listen, you got negotiated in. You got to work it into the terms, you know? That's a smart move. Yeah, why not? I'll consult. And, you know, put the pod here.
here. Put Harley here. Listen. Got let's it. Expand. Podcasts are the future. You right. Okay. But yeah. All right, shit. So I I'm just. Oof, I don't know if I'm shit. <laughs> I don't know if I'm Shiv. We gonna get to Shiv though in a few minutes. Let's let's. But but since we're talking about, since we're talking about Diddy, let's talk about verses. Oh man! And so we have been speculating as a populace for a while. Uh-huh. People have been debating in the culture about should Diddy battle Jermaine Dupri or not. Yeah. There's been a lot of back and forth slick comments mm-hmm. publicly. And so it's been announced that September 9th at Madison Square Garden, it's going down. Basement. It will be Diddy versus Jermaine Dupri yep. in the first verses in a long time. Yeah, what was the last one? I don't know. And I'll be honest, I don't think we're waiting until September to get a new verses. I think that's the big announcement. I think there's more announcements coming. There's a big yeah. rumor that there would be announcement for a second day for a second battle between Jermaine Dupri and Diddy in Atlanta. I think that would be So people are saying it's going to be 40 songs, yeah. 20 in New York, 20 in Atlanta. That would be interesting. That is some fly shit. And I got to be honest, I think that's a smart transition. Yeah. Because some artists have so many good songs, it's hard to choose 20. Right. Especially when we're talking about people of that caliber. Yeah. And, and like people. if we got a rematch today of Swiss versus Tim, I want to see 40. Yeah, I agree. I think that would have been way better. Yeah. Today, I would love to see that. Yeah. And I think when you're talking about the producers and the, the people who are like <coughs> responsible for so many different artists. Yeah. It's. I mean, their catalogs are so long. Right. So, no, I, I, I thoroughly agree with that. I'm, I'm, I like the idea of the two days. Like, let's get Babyface back and let's do this two days. I only think of you on two occasions. Let's get two days. Let's redo that babyface battle. I'm, I, I'm, I'm watching. And let's do two days. Every single time. Just... Except at the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, that wasn't. Uh, anyway, um, so, <laughs> so yeah, this is that's exciting, yeah. and and you know, I'll be watching. I'm, I'm sure I will not be able to afford a ticket, but man, I would love to go to that. I know. Even if it is just day one of two. Yeah, I think I, I think that's gonna be. They should just call it dance. <laughs> Right. Because there's no way you're going to be in there and have be able to stay still. Yeah. Even no, if you just do a little amazing. shoulder. A little, sh- a little shoulder action. Give us a little shoulder shot. That's it. Give, you know, give, a little give, shoulder give, action. Give it to us. Then you still want to do something. Yeah. I'm excited about that. I didn't think that I would be excited about another versus. <laughs> so I'm if this is the first that. of many announcements and this is the way they're gonna go they could be doing some big things yeah. i'm curious about verses i've been a fan of verses from the beginning Me too. except some of the weird stuff that happened when they were with apple mm-hmm. i think that they've had a great run and i think that they have been struggling to transition into where they're going next mm-hmm. and i'm curious to see where they're going next yeah i agree i think i think it's gonna be great um that's a good one. That's a good one. 
Yeah. What do they say? This is not a competition. This is a celebration. I don't think those two are going to say that. No, they're not. But for the rest of us, like, we're just going to be happy to be there. Yes. Because it's going to be amazing. Yeah. So, apparently, speaking of verses, apparently Jennifer Hudson wants Fantasia to do a verses with her. She called her out. I mean, listen, sometimes you got to challenge somebody to a duel. But... Go ahead, say it. Do either one of them have 20 I songs? I don't think so. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> I'm not hating. I'm, I'm not just either. curious. I don't know either one of their music catalogs ooh, well ooh, enough ooh. to be able to name 20 I songs. Like... I know that song. I know. Okay, so I think. We don't got to sit here and name feel... the songs no, no, we no, know, no, but I'm no, just no, curious. No, I wasn't going to name it. I was just going to say, I think. Just off the top of my head, I think I know more Jennifer Hudson songs than I do Fantasia songs. And to be fair, I think that I sought out Jennifer Hudson's music more than I sought out. And that's that's a strong statement. But more than I sought out Fantasia. No, you like who you like. There's nothing wrong with that. No, no, when I say that's a strong statement, I mean, it's not like I was listening to full albums or anything like that. But I think, you know, I knew about Jennifer Hudson. I liked her voice. I've always been interesting, interested in the projects that she's she's done. So for me, like, I've been known to, like, put a song in a playlist or you know of jennifer hudson's i don't really fantasia fantasia has some great i mean she's a great singer i just don't think that she ever resonated with me enough for me to know that much of her music but when we're talking about verses versus is not really about what resonated with you versus is more about like hits yeah hit records so but that's not always the case because some of the R&B verses have not been about hits. Yeah, but they also... Mario versus Omarion was not about hits. I just feel like that was different. Maybe not. Because that's how it'd have to be. Yeah, but I feel like that was different. Okay. I feel like we had a boy band era, right? We had a male R&B era. They're all from that era. I think that they... People get excited about them because of that. I don't... So I think that there was a draw for that versus. Because that was the versus where it was them, Ray J, uh, Sammy. There was a... there, Which is why uh, Bow Wow and them ended up doing that tour. There, there was, there's a draw for that, for that specific brand of music. And I think that's why people were excited. But remember, a lot of the conversations were like, oh, Mario don't have it. Like, he don't have enough songs. Remember, that was how people spoke about it. So I don't know, I don't know if the draw is the same, is my point. Um, you don't think the people from American Idol will come out and watch Versus? I guess. I'm asking. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because that's their core fan bases, no? Jennifer I, Hudson and weren't they both from American Idol? Yeah, they're both from American Idol. So I guess. Look I guess. Me, look at me knowing stuff. I know. I see, I see that. Wow. I see that. And that was from back in the day. Like that was from the beginning days of American Idol. But I don't. 
I don't know. I don't want to make it sound like they're not popular or they're not worthy of being on a stage like that. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just curious. No, they're both I don't... great songstresses. Yeah. I'm just saying what you're saying, I agree. Versus is mostly about hit records. I don't think either one of them has 20 hit records. No, Unless Jennifer so. Hudson could do the stuff from the Cats movie, you know, maybe. Alright, so um, according to this doc um, according to this doc I just, I don't let's just stay on R&B because I don't know what you, I don't I'm not <laughs> Yo, your reaction was priceless. That was great. Since we're on R and B, we might as well, you know, we might as well get you some R and beef. Why not? Now, some I listened to just today. I listened to somebody tell this story, and the way that the person told it, and the different scenarios, possible scenarios they gave, seemed more likely than what's being reported. So I'm. Oh. <laughs> I know where you're going. So, I'm going to be real honest. I know about this, but I didn't, like, actually read about this. I saw the headline. The little blurb underneath the headline on Instagram was read to me. I didn't even, I wasn't even the one reading it. But then, again, as I said, I was listening to another podcast earlier. This person described what what we could see what we can tell, what we can infer happened. But then they said, you know, but maybe that's not what happened because it doesn't seem likely. So Usher apparently threw a birthday party for Chris Brown because you know they have their little bromance. A surprise birthday party. Surprise birthday party. That's important to mention. You know, and the homies were out. You know, people were there, you know, fun was had. And it seems, and this is, again, the details are very hairy because there's no real, no one, Usher, nor nor Chris Brown, nor, nor Tiana, Tiana Taylor, Taylor has come out and said anything. And I have a hankering that they will never say anything. So... <laughs> All we can do is guess. But apparently, the story that's being told is that Usher, excuse me, Chris Brown and Tiana Taylor seemingly might have had some sort of, you know, difficulties with one another. Uh, Chris Brown was seemingly drunk at the time because it was his birthday and he was at his birthday party his surprise birthday party they were on roller skates by the way which i think is the funniest part of this whole story <laughs> they were on roller skates the entire time this went down because you know if usher's gonna throw you a party he's throwing you a skate party You know, the story is that there was some sort of tension between Tiana Taylor and Chris Brown. And Chris Brown maybe talked out of turn. And, you know, things got a little heated. And Usher and stepped in. Usher stepped in. And then Chris Brown, you know, being drunk as he was, probably high, said whatever he said. 
Him and Usher had so a back Usher, and forth. They had words. And then they're saying towards the end, when it was time to leave. Um, no, no, his, no, no. Chris, Chris Brown got upset and left the party. Oh, he left the party. And then he came back? No. So he, he wasn't even there when it happened? No. So the Chris story Brown's is Chris were... Brown got upset and left. Okay. okay. And Usher went after Chris Brown. Okay, yes. I heard I've, And I heard went this. on Chris Brown's tour bus to talk to Chris Brown. And Chris Brown's people. And Chris Brown's people jumped skated Usher. on Usher. Yes. Now, it should be noted that the that next, the day, next day, yeah. they was the Lovers and Friends Festival. And they both performed. Together. There were no black eyes. There were no scratches. There were no nothing. And Usher put up a video. Oh, he did. He showed his face and, you know, snippets. It was kind of the cool way of saying, look, nigga, my face is fine. I'm fine. I'm good. Now, let me throw this out at you. Because when I was listening to this podcast earlier, I said, you know what? That's believable, right? Because, again, we don't have any real footage. Nope. There, TMZ has some video, but it's not of the thing. Oh, I got um, excited for a second. Yeah, no, they put out some video where, I mean, maybe you see, like, one person walking towards another or something like that. But you, you, you do not see any of what is being reported, right? So, again, all we have is the inferences we will make, the assumptions we will make, and... So I was listening to, to give credit, I was listening to the Ratchet and Respectable podcast. Demetrius said, but you know what sounds likely? That they're all cool. They're probably all like homies, you know? They see each other out, they hang out, you know? Clearly Usher and Chris Brown seem to have some sort of relationship. We always hear about them, the two of them. And maybe Chris Brown really is just, you know, that drunk friend that friend that like parties a little bit too hard and like gets kind of crazy at the party and then you got to deal with them and they're kind of annoying and it always turns into some shit but you keep inviting them to parties anyway and you keep hanging out with them but really you probably shouldn't hang out with them because it'll always be some shit and everybody's kind of used to them so you know the shit goes down and then later on it's like all right but we still cool you know because you know how he is I don't know. I said, you know, I kind of believe that that's, that's what happened. And maybe he did talk out of turn. Maybe he did because, you know, when people are drunk, certain people don't know how to handle that. I don't, okay. So, the Joe Budden podcast has a different theory. Okay. Their theory is Tiana Taylor and Chris Brown go way back. They do. And they're good friends. Yes. And perhaps they was talking as good friends. Yes. Where Usher is not the same kind of good friends with Tiana Taylor. But he is the OG. And perhaps he saw two friends having a real conversation. Yes. And was like, hey, hey. Calm down, buddy. Right. Little buddy. Yeah. Little guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Relax. And Usher, not knowing, mm -hmm. you know, he's just trying to be a good guy. And Chris Brown was like, yo, mind your motherfucking business. I'm talking to my real friend here. Yes. And that's where the argument started. Yes. And Chris I, Brown, this is their theory. Yeah. And Chris Brown said, all right, so I don't do none of the shit that everyone in the public says I do. Mm -hmm. So I don't get in trouble. Let me get the fuck out this party before right. I smack the shit out of Usher. Uh-huh. And then he left. 
But then Usher followed him, mm-hmm. which they feel he shouldn't have done. Because if Chris Brown is mad and trying to de-escalate the situation by leaving, he's continuing to escalate the situation. Then by Usher is continuing him. to escalate the I situation. Agree with that. I agree. And with so that. then their debate on the Joe Budden podcast was. Was Usher wrong following Chris Brown onto the tour bus or not? Because Joe and Parks and some of the other people who have toured were saying, that's basically like going home. Right, yeah. And so if I leave a party and go home, and you follow me home, you deserve to get your ass whooped. This was their theory on the Joe Budden podcast. But some people disagreed. Some people said, no. If we're real friends, I can follow you home and try to calm things down. And so that was a bit of a debate. And I think that will always be a debate because if we're real friends, what I want you to do as the person who is trying to de-escalate and what you're doing as the person who thinks they're de-escalating might not match. Even if we're friends, I might be the one who's like, I just need to walk away. Yes. And you might be the one that's like, we just need to figure this out or I just need to apologize because this went left and it wasn't supposed to go left. Yes. I think that is completely possible. And I think sometimes we end up prioritizing our own needs in that moment, not really thinking about the other person's needs. It's very possible. And then to, to their point, maybe he, maybe he was wrong, right? If he's now like, well, Chris needs space, but I'm going to go talk to him anyway. He's prioritizing his own needs over. And then Chris Brown's homies was like, why is this nigga in your house? Right. But here's the Stomp theory. the yard. Here's the theory, which was part of the, the, one of the theories that I heard earlier. What if he didn't actually get jumped? Oh, if we're being honest, I don't think any of this shit happened. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think any of this shit happened. I don't, at the very least, I don't think that, I don't think that Chris Brown, I don't think that Usher got jumped by anybody. I don't think anybody did any jumping. No. I think, again, if we're talking about two people who very clearly like each other, who very clearly seem to have a good relationship, and I don't know how deep their friendship goes, but Chris Brown and, and Usher have a relationship. That's very clear. Yes. And we, yes, we do know that Chris Brown and Tiana Taylor have had a relationship for many years. That, yes. That's true. First of all, everybody needs to mind their business. Well, and that's coming from the host of Hardly Minding My Business. Everybody needs to mind their business as far as I'm concerned because sometimes friends get into some shit. And it's between <laughs> friends to figure out what happens next. Right. And Not Twitter or Instagram or this podcast. It's up to the friends. And so sometimes friends beef in different ways, physical or verbal. Yeah. And then you figure it out. Right. Sometimes you'd be like, yo, I can't fuck with this nigga for the rest of the year. Right. And then next day you'd be like, all right, we had like seven months break. Let's have a chat. Let's go, let's go have an old fashioned and let's talk about it. Or sometimes two people fight, physically fight, and then go, you know what? We got it out of our system. Let's move on. This is true. Let's I'm not furni- saying that's the my furni- way. Let's put the furniture back. <laughs> right. Sweaty hugs. But, but yes, people have been known to do that again. Yeah. To a fight with their friends, a physical fight. And then after that, be like, all right, well... Shit, you fucked me up. And, and now, and now, let me be an asshole one time. <laughs> uh huh. You think if there was a fight, they had like a no face rule? 
Because I could totally see these two pretty niggas. These two pretty fly niggas. Probably nothing below the waist or above It was the all neck. right here. Yeah, it was, it was all, all torso. torso. Mm -hmm. You want to hit an arm? Yeah. All right, but be careful because I got to have my arms right, out tomorrow on right, stage. Right, And no bruises on my abs. No, they got to punch the abs. But if the, we're not hitting the face where I'm punching you. can't have bruises on it. For tomorrow, we could wear shirts. Oh, man, put on By the way, did, speaking of shirts, did you see that Usher used his Dreamville performance as the music video for Glue? No, but he, did I tell you that I saw him? He did it in an interview, and he's like obsessed with Glue. That's like one of his favorite songs. Really, right now, yeah. Interesting. He's that he's really excited to perform Glue. Everywhere. Like, yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's what's up. It's a great record. Mm-hmm. It is. All right, let's keep it moving. Listen, I don't. <laughs> anyway, so what we got next? What we got next? I think we could save that one. Um. So, shit. Alright. Majors? Let's talk about, yeah, let's talk about the, the bad guys. There's two of them. Okay. <laughs> let's start with Jonathan Majors. There's not, not a whole lot to say there, but we will give an update since there's been an update. Jonathan Majors was in court digitally, not in person, Let's on May nice. 8th. No, during the pandemic and since then, there's been opportunities for people to Zoom in court. I know some, some people who had court dates. They're not celebrities, and they were able to Zoom in no, for some, court. Some people, yeah. Yeah. And so... I just don't think... I just... I'm... It was probably a privilege for him to be able to do that. And, 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 and that, that privilege is going to be stripped away, point. which we'll get to in a second. Yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my only point there. I don't think there is anything wrong with doing it virtually for safety reasons and things like that i'm not saying i i know that there are plenty of people who are not celebrities who had to do that my point is this to me sounded like it was a privilege for him to not be there and that happens a lot with celebrities where they don't have to show up they send a proxy to the courtroom so well we'll get to that in a second but on may 8th jonathan majors appeared in court non-physically digitally and uh, he was made aware that he has a new charge for domestic violence, same case. Uh, so this is another charge in the same case. And there's a restraining order that they made sure to let him know he has to adhere to, follow, whatever word you like. And also in June, I don't remember the date, but in June, June 13th. June 13th, he must appear in person yep. or a warrant for his arrest will be put out. You are going to jail right now. So... And uh, I just want to say real quick, there's all type of lists being formed by all the comic book websites about and all the gossip websites Who's the next Kang? about who should replace him as Kang. Well, because they're going to need somebody. But Disney has not said anything yet. Now, Disney is very well, strange. Well, Marvel, technically. but Disney is very strange when it comes to things like this. I never know which direction Disney is going to go in. For, for, for such a family-friendly brand, Disney, Disney sometimes makes choices that I wouldn't have expected. I think they're going to have to replace him very soon. 
because he's going to be in too many... The character Kang will be in so many things moving forward yeah. that it's going to be really hard to keep him and not have blowback yeah. from the situation. I mean, I and guess... so as much as I would hope that this stuff is not true and that he's found not guilty as a business, I don't think Marvel can wait two years, for example... To see what's gonna happen. But then what happens to Loki season two? That's already filmed. You think that'll come well, out? Well, remember, the multiverse allows you to look different and be different, and you don't have to look exactly the same. No, I'm not worried about that. I'm saying, what do you think will happen? Do you think they're going to replace him in Loki season oh, two, or do you think no. they're gonna put that out? Whatever's already filmed is already filmed. Okay. You can't, they're not gonna change whatever was already filmed. But. Yeah they will start introducing new variants mm -hmm. and these new variants will look like him, whoever the new person is. Okay. That's my theory. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, and... I'm sorry, what? And then there's, uh... And then there's Tory Lanez. Yep. Tory Lanez pled with the judge. He said something to the effect of... Don't ruin my life. Don't ruin my life. I could be your son. Um, and we found out right before we started the pod that he was denied a new, a new trial. trial. Yep. Um, that, that was why he was in court. He was trying to uh, appeal for a new trial. Um, I mean, his new lawyer's working. That's, that I will say. I don't want to say too much about what's going on currently with Tori himself. Mm -hmm. Daystar himself. But... The new lawyer, I will say, is working. He's trying to hit a lot of angles mm -hmm. and trying to do the work. And, and I think that is, is, that is exactly what a lawyer is supposed to do. And so I think that's yeah. interesting. I think some of the points the lawyer has raised is in, are interesting. Uh, but he was denied and we await sentencing. I think... <laughs> I was totally going to say... <laughs> I was gonna, I'm totally gonna say Tory Lanez. I think Tory Lanez shot himself in the foot when. Oh, uh, you should have said that. <laughs> no, yeah. No, I think I think Tory Lanez fucked up. I think I think to to try to plead today now. Oh, I could be your son, and please don't ruin my life. Oh yes, yeah, too late for all that I shit. I think it's a little late for it's it. It's a lot late. I think that Tory Lanez had multiple opportunities to yeah. present himself as a neutral party, someone who is upstanding, someone who is non-confrontational, um, yes. and he did not do that. No. Even in the middle of the trial, I remember the videos of him skipping out of the, the courtroom and acting like he had not a care in the world tweeting shit he wasn't supposed to tweet Sitting, smacking like, people subbing her and all kinds of things like that Who and, and, August and, Alcina? yeah <laughs> yeah he smacked August because he didn't dap him um so I think no it's the other way August Alcina was mad Tori didn't dap him and then Tori and Tori he came to press Tori and then yeah I just feel like I, I just feel like those that was your opportunity, especially because it was so public. Yeah. That was your opportunity to show remorse. Yes. But to ask for 
your life to not be ruined now, I think, I guess, it's a last-ditch effort. Yeah. He, there's no sentencing date yet, but I'm sure it's coming soon. Yeah. Um, I don't really, like, I don't, I don't know. I can, I can find grace for people. I don't think that he's a completely lost, I don't think that most people are a completely lost cause. I just don't know what you, what you would expect at this point. I right. think that the time to seek grace happened and yeah. it was a missed opportunity. Like you yeah. squandered that. It's too late to apologize. Yes it is. Exactly. Ha ha ha. See what you did there. Yeah, I just I, I just don't think that Parks ain't the only one with one liners. Ha ha. This is true. So, we got to talk about Snoop. Snoop called for a strike, for artists to strike. Yep. Um, this, this comes at the time where we are currently discussing a writer's strike. Yep. Um, people who are a part of the writers and actors guild. guild. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that, but, um, it's really interesting that Snoop got into this conversation, and so let's, let's play the clip. You get paid off of that. Can somebody explain to me how you can get a billion streams and not get a million dollars? That don't make sense to me. I don't know who's running the streaming this, but you need to give us some information on how to track this money down. Because one plus one ain't adding up to two. That don't add up. And I have to say it because that's the main gripe with a lot of us artists is that we do major numbers with stream, but it don't add up to the money. When I first came out, my records would sell based off of physical. If you sold a million copies, that means $9.99, $9 million. You get this percentage. That's what it is. So if I sell how many streams, how much money do I get? It's not being translated and it's not working for the artists like that. Up. And we need to find a way to figure that out the same way the writers are striking because streaming, they can't get paid. Because when it's on the platform, it's not like in the box office. In the box office, if it does all these numbers, you may get an up. Oh, it did this many, here's another check. But on streaming, you got 300,000 hours and somebody watched your movie. Where's the money? This is business. This is a room full of business people and somebody may hear this and be able to do something about it so that way the next artist don't have to struggle or cry or try to figure out how to get to his money. Because some of these artists are streaming millions. Millions and millions and millions and millions of streams, and they don't got no millions of dollars in their pocket. Streaming got to get. Amen. I mean, he said it. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to follow that up because he said, he said it. I think that there's a long-standing conversation about streams and what they're worth. Um, yep. You know, I won't name any names or anything like that because you know. Political connects. Yep. Um. <laughs> Listen, the writers are on point. Okay? They know uh, they get paid very little per word. You okay? I poke myself in the eye. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Oh my god. You good? Yeah, I kind of like scratched it. It's okay. Take a second. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, let's, let's go. You don't have a lot of time. The writers are on point. Mm -hmm. And they know they get paid very little per dollar 
uh, excuse me, very little per word that they write, and there are other things that are not being that they are not being compensated for. Right. I know you told me AI is part of the conversation. I know that streaming slash, uh, you know, all of these apps having their movies, them not being paid properly are part of the conversation. And yeah. we just spoke about Marvel. There are already shows that have stopped production, movies that have stopped production in Marvel because of the writing strike. I'm all for it. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what show or movie gets ruined. It could come out later. They could pause it, whatever. It happened before. Yeah, it's not worth it. No, and it's necessary. People got to get paid for their hard work. I'm trying to get paid for mine. So I'm not knocking anybody's anybody's hustle. I'm not knocking anybody who's trying to just simply, and it sounds so simple, right? To get paid what you're worth, especially if the money's there. Of course. And so many people whether it be writers or in any other industry, so many people get paid well below what they are worth. So I am all for it. I think make your demands and make them loud and clear and come to an agreement and a decision that everybody can, everybody can agree on. Like I, I don't, I, yeah, I don't have any, I have nothing bad to say. I did want to point out, um, the AI part of it, because I know we talked a lot about AI. Last episode. Last episode. Um, so. And while you find that, I agree with Snoop. And I agree with Joe, who said it years ago. A six-month stoppage of all music would change the industry. Right. It's going to be hard because so many people rely on it for income. But if you bite the bullet for a few months... You could benefit way more after. And you're hearing a lot of writers say, too, like, I don't necessarily write because it pays well. I write because I'm good at it. I like to do it. I'm creative. I have a lot of thoughts and I have a lot of things to say. And, and, and the way I do that is through storytelling. And I, that should not diminish your worth. No. Just because you do something because you like it, you're probably, honestly, putting in a lot more because you like it. Of course. So why wouldn't you get paid your worth? I just... And not only that, the conglomerates need these artists, these writers, these producers. These are the people that make your industry what it is today. I mean, they're talking about... I know you said you saw a sign that said they'll ruin the end of succession. Oh, yeah, yeah. At the writers, there was a sign. Somebody said, pay us or we'll ruin the the ending of succession. Um, Yeah, there's just... There's there's so many reasons to uh, support this. I know that a lot of people who are not necessarily directly affected, but also may... Or I shouldn't say not direct... Who may be affected, but not directly. Like, there's certain people who can survive without writers, right? Like, a television show like Succession can't. There's a writer's room. Like, the whole show is contingent upon these people writing this script. But something like Jimmy Fallon, where Jimmy Fallon is already a comedian. He can do his show, essentially... Mm -hmm without writers if he really wanted to right 
But uh, what we're what we're finding is that a lot of people like that, like I, I heard Drew Barrymore named as someone who she decided not to host the um, the MTV Awards over the weekend mm. because she wanted to uh, stand with the writers. Stand with the writers. I applaud that. So she decided not to host it. I don't know who ended up hosting it, but she didn't do it. Um, and there have been a lot of other celebrities who have come out and said. I'm gonna I'm gonna not do this or or my show I'll put my show on hold or whatever it is um, in solidarity with the writers and I, I that's some real shit because sometimes that's what you need like uh, again there <laughs> certain jobs are tend to be very thankless right and being a writer versus being the star of the show yeah. like. We see the star of the show, so we tend to advocate for those people yeah. a whole lot more. It's really important for those people who we see on a day-to-day -day basis to advocate for the people who we don't see behind the scenes because it makes that much more of an impact. So, of course. And, it can't, and like you said, it can't exist without them. Right. I do want to just read what Vanity Fair said in regards to the AI portion because I just think it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, so... They said that among the list of demands the WGA is asking for, which include better pay and larger writers' rooms, the most important topic is, and the person who wrote it said to me, excuse me, is the demand that the studios agree not to use AI to write or rewrite stories. Mm. Though, the, though the Guild has said it's okay for writers to use it as a tool. Um... And they said that uh, the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, which represents the studios and networks, rejected this proposal, saying the group representing the studios would be open to offering a, man a manual meeting to discuss advancements in technology. So mm. they don't want to... I mean, it's probably cheaper for them. Of Get course. rid of some writers, use AI to write stuff, which I just think is so bizarre for people. And I know, I know what you're going to say. Because, I mean, you're my co-host. Of course, I know what you're going to say. I, I, the fact that people in TV and film would want uh, <laughs> this shit to be digitally, digitally generated is ridiculous to me. But when I say I know what you're going to say, you're going to say it's all about the money. It has nothing to do That's with it. the integrity. Of, they don't give a fuck. They I, don't care. I get that. but that's, All they care is about their bottom line. That's all they care about. If all, Succession, if, if, if whatever's the new show that branches off from Succession, if they could have one writer and five bots, of course they're going to choose that over six writers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I totally understand. I'm I don't agree with it. But that's all the companies care about. Right. And that's the problem. But we don't agree with it because we're creators. But it's just it just doesn't make sense. Well, and it, that, it, it, it doesn't. But well, the, because I'm a person who believes in quality over quantity. Agree. And I know I have five podcasts, and so that may seem like contradictory. But we're talking about art that are all in the show notes. Facts. Um, we're talking about art. Yeah. Film is another form of art, and uh -huh. so all of these different TV is another form of art. Yep. All of these different art forms, they can't exist without the human mind. And so if you no. want to use algorithms and patterns and data to create shit that the, 
the, the spreadsheet says people mm -hmm. will like or is similar enough yeah. for people to like, then that's fine. That's up to you as a conglomerate. That's your choice. But why would you not want to pay niggas? Like, it's just such a shitty thing to do they make because so, they, they make, make so much money from these people's art. of dollars. They make billions. And so... It's, it's, it's insane to me. It is... It, it's disgusting. But I hope that they come to the agreement that they want or yeah. at least get to some sort of compromise that works for them. I think it is important. I think the fact that they had the foresight to talk about AI. Oh, yeah, they're smart. AI has become so prevalent. That so was really smart. I feel like this AI thing went from, oh, whispers about AI to now, like, over the course, of, I would say over the last six months or so, it yeah. has just been everywhere. Yep. So I think it's really important that they put that in there now and don't wait until it's too late and they have to try to retroactively um, deal with that. Yeah. So... Um, but it sucks. It does. It sucks. And I hope they, they figure it out. Um, that being said, we have one final thing to talk about. Okay. But what time is it? 9.15. Okay. Still. We have one final thing to talk about. We've mentioned it a bunch of times since we started recording. Yep. Succession. Episode seven. We spoke Did about six. Did we talk six? about six? No. Episodes six and seven. Pivotal so, episodes for the Wams Gams. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. The Wams Gams. I, I don't think she has his last name, but she does not. And I wouldn't want to be called a Wams Gam. But who even came up with that name? I don't know. But That's the brilliant. writer I want to talk to. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, so we see Greg. Get uh, a lot of duties I mean, in these two episodes. Up. Greg is, Greg is yelling at editors, firing He's rooms firing of people. Firing rooms of people. I said, oh my gosh, if this is not TikTok come to life. Because right now, that's like the new wave is to like show people getting fired and laid off. It's really weird. It's that really is weird. a lawsuit waiting to happen. Oh, trust me. I know. But that, yeah. that ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm still entertained by it. <laughs> Uh, so I think it's interesting to see Greg uh, bossing up, evolving, and getting thick with, uh, what's this guy's name, the investor? Oh, um, Madsen, Lucas Madsen. Getting, you know what I'm saying? Kicking Luke, it with Madsen. Can we talk about Mad Madsen for a second? Go for it. First of all, he's the douchiest douchebag there is. I think he, you know, they're trying to make him very yay-ish. Yeah. He's very much like white boy yay. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. Right? He's like a cross between that and I guess like, well, he's he is a, a tech bro, right? That's, that, I think that's a big image that they're trying to project. Yeah. The bare feet, the, you know, the very casually dressed. He does things that are very unorthodox. He's very much giving CEO of startup vibes. He is Musky A. Yes. Um, Yay Musk. Yeah. I'm done. But I just think that as much as I think that Kendall and Roman are failing upwards, I totally agree with that sentiment. I don't think Matson is the one. I don't think. I don't. I don't think this deal should go through. 
I really don't think well, it should. That shit when India came out of nowhere. It did. And can we just give Kendall props for his little proposit his little presentation? Okay. Here's the thing about Kendall. And this is why I think his I think Logan always kind of had Kendall in the back of his mind. If Kendall didn't go batshit crazy, like if Kendall didn't kill a guy, if Kendall didn't do mad drugs, do all the drugs and end up in rehab, if if Kendall didn't, uh, you know, denounce daddy in front of the world, like there, Kendall is one of those people who is really great and really brilliant. But the problem is that he always sabotages himself. That is Kendall's problem. Yeah. That's going to be... He trips over his own foot. He trips over his own foot. And it drives me crazy because I think underneath it all, Kendall is brilliant. I think... Okay, we know Shiv is brilliant in her own right. But I think Kendall is the most unapologetically brilliant. Like, he actually can be out with who he is and what he's about. He's super charming when he has to when he has to present or give a speech. Kendall is on it. <laughs> Let He just sucks with in-person stuff. Yeah, cuz he it's gets not flustered. The most, not the most he, personable he guy. He gets flustered and he says stupid shit cuz yeah. he he thinks he's a tech bro. Yeah. That's really he's, what the fan is not. Hip-hop. Right. That's right. so funny to me. He's been a hip hop head since the beginning. We were and talking I love about it. that the other day. I just think yeah. it's so funny because yeah. <laughs> like I'll put it on, like oh okay, intro. Let me walk and get a, you know, get some water, yeah. grab a snack, and I just hear hip hop, and I'm like, is that is that Ken? And here's what I found interesting. Now this is gonna sound really random, but I read about this either last season or the season before. Kendall, Kendall always wears a hat, mm-hmm. or used to always wear a hat. I'm noticing that they took off his hat. He doesn't yeah, wear a hat as many. He, but but the symbolism in the hat is that his dad was always wearing a hat, oh. and I think him taking off the hat is meaningful. I think it's on purpose. Maybe it's not, but I would like to believe that it's on purpose. Got it. I would like to believe that it means that he is kind of shedding himself of that shadow. And he's really trying to come into his own. Whether it's going to work out for him or not, I don't know. He's, he's making a lot of power plays. We, he is. And we've made a lot of predictions over the last few episodes. And I just can't call it anymore. I have no yeah. idea what's going to happen in the next episode or two. I, yeah. I don't know. Him pulling Frank into the closet at the end of episode seven and being yeah. like, yeah, I like my brother and sister, but I'm not really in love with them being part of the company. I... I'm kind of thinking Oof. one. What he said, I'm thinking one man, one crown. I... And yeah. Frank was like, oh, oh, all right. But you know what? They've okay. doubted him. They have. Excuse me. And they I think have. I think they have reason to doubt him because, again, he gets in his own way. Yep. But one, I think they had the right idea. I think they're so much more powerful together. It's just that, yeah. like we talked about last episode, everybody's manipulating everybody, so it, that's why it would never work. If they were all really upfront and honest with each other, this is what I think, this is how I feel about this, let me just be straight with you, they could be such a powerhouse. But the way they operate... is exactly how that told them. One of them is has to be standing. Now, my only thing is... Is that going to be great for, let's say, Shiv, who's playing things behind the scenes? Or are 
am I looking at this all wrong? Is Roman going to end up at the top? Because Roman is honestly the least... I don't know. I don't want to say he's not smart enough, but I feel like Roman is not ruthless enough to double cross everybody, specifically his siblings. I feel like he's good at like being mean to them and being mean to other people, but he doesn't necessarily, like he has a lot more heart than they do they're a lot more cold and yeah. and and able to kind of disconnect and compartmentalize he needed jerry he did need jerry and jerry said it too jerry was like it could have been you it could have been you i would have made sure it was you yeah and i believe that i believe if, if well, she if, was we saw it but something tells me that's not the end of their story well he better be careful because jerry made sure to let him know i will leak plenty I, what she said? She said, I got all your dick pics. She, okay. Yeah, she used different words, but yes, that's Didn't what she, she said. Didn't she say dick? No. What she said, I'm, I'm talking about the number. She said something like the numerous pictures of your genitalia or something she like that. She said genitalia. I'm sorry. I guess I'm vulgar. We have to talk about this one last thing and then we got to get going. Shiv so, and Tom's Shiv, argument? Shiv and Tom. Shiv is well, playing, well, we said already Shiv is playing a dangerous game. Well, we didn't talk about episode... Six. So we need to make sure we point out the fact that in episode six, they kind of reconciled. Shiv and Tom, yeah. They came, you know. They had lots of sex. They had lots of sex. They decided to let bygones be bygones. Allegedly. And be, and be the powerhouse that, the, the power couple that back they to House of Cards. have always aspired to be. Correct. Get back to their arrangement. And then this episode, Tom realizes Shiv will never change. Shiv is playing him once again and yep. tom is fed up and i said this before that tom's been fed up yep but i feel like shiv pushed him over the edge with this with this matson stuff and yeah. and walking around and trying to like make people think that he's gonna get fired and that was fucked up that was fucked up yeah that was fucked up she's like in my house you're walking around telling people i'm gonna get fired and she's like, no, it's like, it, wasn't, it wasn't really like that. She's like, I mean, well, it was, it was a like joke, but it was, it was just an insinuation as part of a tactic. He's like, bitch, um, hello. Right. Did we plan that? Did we talk about that? Because right. again, I don't think that Tom is against anything. No. I think that Tom just needs to be in the loop. Yeah. And they need to, you know, if, if the two of us are going to be in the circle of trust, let's be in the circle of trust. That's it. You know? A little yes. Niro reference. More than Nero. So, <laughs> Meet the parents. So, so yeah. So I, I don't. I I am proud of Tom. I am always proud of Tom when he stands up to Shiv. I just feel like. I mean, Tom, Tom can be squashed like a bug. He can be. He can be. But I do. I do appreciate the moments where he stands up for himself. I don't know that it will help him. Right. I just appreciate that because it's like okay, she's. We can all see that she's pretty fucked up. Oh, yeah. And I think they're two fucked up individuals, but yes. I think she's far more fucked up towards him than he is to her. The problem is that Tom is leading with love. Right. And then comes the House of Cards stuff. Right. Shiv is leading with the House of Cards stuff, and then love us. Well, she doesn't love him. Somewhere. And she said to him. Maybe. And this is why I think this may be the end of t Tom and Shiv for real. Because she says to him, I don't care about you. Yeah, well she said that before. 
Yeah. She said that the night they got married. This is different. It was. This was different. This was a... a Because this wasn't even, hey, we're drunk off of just getting married and, you know, we're playing around or kind of sort of playing around or whatever. This was, fuck you, I don't care about you. Well, that's the problem with a house of cards. It's easy for it to blow over. Yeah. Meanwhile, Tom is like, but I... I actually love you and was willing to play the game with you. Right. So, yeah. He's not as ruthless as she is. It it reminded me of a scene from House of Cards where there's a similar argument between the wife and the husband. Mm -hmm. And the wife is like, yeah, nigga, we supposed to be a team. But it's always been you. Like, you always seem to forget about me. Yeah. And so, yeah, it seems like one, the writers were out, you know, watched House of Cards. And Mm -hmm. two, it seemed like, yeah, Tom is pissed off. And it's like, yo, so fuck you then. I mean... But that was also a weird-ass gift. Oh, the scorpion? Well, because Tom digs at Shiv, too. Listen, I'm not saying that Tom is is an upstanding citizen or even upstanding in his marriage. But I think that Tom... I think that Tom has always fed off of Shiv's energy and what she's putting out there. And I think if Shiv... Well, she leads the, the situation. Right. So It's I, always been that she's the leader and he's following and helping in, in as long as he gets fed too. Right. So and I, like you said, kept in that loop, which she's more and more kept him out of. So I think when he gets an opportunity to, to give it back to her a little bit, to stick it to her a little bit, he does. Right. But I don't think it's ever... He, he, I don't think he ever goes so far that it's something they can't come back from. Giving her a Cartier Scorpion is probably not the worst thing he's ever done. It's not, but it's weird. (laughs) It was weird, and she thought it was weird, and, you know, rightfully so. But, yeah, we kind of... She still ain't telling me she's pregnant, huh? No. No, she hasn't. I don't know when that's coming. I feel like that's coming out in the final episode. Um, and, And I feel like someone knows. I don't know who, and they haven't told us that anyone knows, but I feel like that's how it's going to come out. I don't think Shiv is going to reveal she's pregnant herself. Gosh. That's just the hot take, because there's, there's nothing to give us that indication. And Connor just... lost his mind. Connor's <laughs> such a strange man. He's a bozo. Yeah. Yeah, he is, but I mean... He said, there's one person in the room that believes in me. <laughs> and I'm going to listen gonna to her. And I'm going to listen to her, and I'm like, that ding-dong wants you for your money. <laughs> What are you Maybe he was about to be an ambassador about? in another country chilling. Chilling. With your millions. I don't understand. He wants so bad for somebody to pay attention to him. That's what the problem is. Because he knows his wife don't love him either. It's so weird. But, you know, talking about she loves him. Sir, that woman does not love you. She loves her charmed life. And even that, she seems like she would give it up. And, oh. if, so, if someone really, like... Was like, nah, you know, I just, I got this acting gig for you or whatever it is. No, nah, at this point, would. I think she's past that. I think you would need somebody like a Madsen to be like, yo, what's up? You want to come fuck with real money? I mean, she does have a lifestyle. She'd be like, okay. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. She would leave him Swiss in Swiss Alps? Yeah, we in there. She would leave him in a heartbeat and could. Honestly, yeah. the, the, the rooms she's in, yeah, now it's, pro- it be it's not that easy. hard to leave him. Yeah. I honestly don't know why she stays in. We don't and have she doesn't like mix and mingle or anything. She no. just be right by his side. She, honestly, she doesn't need to be there. No. But that's a, <laughs> another story for another day. Yep. But yeah, that's it. Um, that is Succession episodes. I know we breezed through it, but... I mean... Episodes six and seven. There was a lot to unpack. We'd have to do a whole episode yeah. to unpack all the gritty details, but... I think we hit the key points. Agreed. All right, well... That's it. We're out of here. Thank you for being here. 
This was Let's Have a Real Conversation, and we'll see you in... <gasps> Wait! We got a shout-out on Succession. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Shiv goes, well, let's have a real conversation then. And I was like, oh, that was for us. So, Thanks, Shiv. Thank you so much, Shiv. You know? She just said it in her Australian accent. Anyway, we don't have time for that, but... <laughs> We're out. Thank you. Bye.